0: You don't know because you lost your bones. You lost everything you had. His balls wasn't feeling right. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Anyway, Steel Horses do not mesh with khaki pants. So these are where the questions come from. This is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hi everybody, it's me, Ryan, here with the Creepy Campfire Podcast. It's just going to be me this week, and it's going to be a super short episode. Uh, For everyone that's tuned in before and listened to our first episode, I'm going to be actually retelling the ghost story, uh, my own personal ghost story, that I touched on at the end of that very first episode. But you know the audio quality wasn't quite what it was so I thought you know maybe we'll retell it um, and do it a little better but also I know we had some plans that we said at the last episode life has just gotten crazy I'm going on vacation actually tomorrow and I'm throwing this together last minute uh, because you know I wanted to give you guys at least a little something so we're gonna be we're not gonna have any full-length episodes the next two weeks uh, because this week. I am about to leave, and the following week I will actually be gone, so two weeks will be dark, but wanted to give you this little ghost story to tie you over. Uh, I say ghost story, and I'm the one that's like, there is no such thing as ghosts. Uh, This really weird thing that happened to me a couple years ago. So, for any of our newer listeners that haven't heard, here you go, and if you... Have already heard it before here's something with a little more detail to it and hopefully a little bit more flair so thanks again we cannot believe the growth that we've gotten and we just cannot appreciate you guys enough thank you so much everyone and here you go Hello, my name is Ryan Markham. I currently live in Sacramento, California, but at the time of this occurrence, I was living in Pikeville, Kentucky. And my home state is Kentucky. I had had two roommates at the time, and we were pretty excited because we'd just gotten out of a pretty rough living situation and moved into a two-bedroom trailer on a hill overlooking a nice little fishing pond, which I like to fish, so it was perfect. In the Appalachians, there isn't a lot of flat land to build anything on um, so there's a lot of homes that are dotted on hillsides and tucked into the valleys and everything's pretty cut off and if it wasn't for the Mountain Parkway uh, you, you really wouldn't be able to reach anything major you wouldn't even be able to go to the grocery store so everything is really tucked deep into those mountains I was about 20 at the time and it was toward the end of the summer I think in about August um, if I was 20 that would have made it about 2012 now before I get too far into the siding I had I want to touch on some small, weird things that I think that are connected to this incident. From the time I was five, I would frequently have this feeling I was being watched when I was by myself. It kept up through the age of ten, and I always tried to ignore it because I didn't want to be that scaredy cat kid afraid of the dark. The worst thing was when I would be laying in bed and my eyes were closed, I would always have this feeling of someone just inches from my face. Not quite feeling their breath, but when you have that, you can feel that presence but whenever I opened my eyes, it was only me in the room. Sometimes, the feeling was so intense, I wasn't even brave enough to open my eyes, and I just tried to pretend nothing was there and go to sleep. I would occasionally think I heard someone walking up the stairs to my room, but again, no one would be there every time I checked. Then finally, it came to a head one night, when I had the feeling of being watched, and then I looked over and my closet door slowly began to crack open. I was tired of being scared all the time, and I finally shouted at the closet, If you're going to do something, then do it. If not, then leave me alone then suddenly the door slammed shut, and I was left sitting in bed in disbelief. I thought for sure my dad would come running up the stairs between me shouting and the door slamming, but they didn't hear a thing, and I asked my dad if he had heard me yelling in in my sleep the night before, and he said no, he didn't hear a thing at all. So then for 10 more years, I didn't really have any problems after I confronted it, other than the occasional weird feeling here and there. Now let's flash forward. Now we're back to our happy trailer by the fishing pond there were three of us living in this two-bedroom trailer so i shared a room with one of the guys we also had our pet leopard gecko in the corner of the room with his red heat lamp that was always on i went to bed as normal about an hour after my roommate passed out because he could never stay up past nine nothing out of the ordinary really happened that day it was pretty typical hours after falling asleep i woke but i'm a light sleeper and i wake up multiple times almost every night because it happened so much i try not to move a lot And I keep my eyes closed so hopefully I don't stir too much and I can fall back to sleep fairly quickly. This time, however, I begin to feel a heavy pressure right at my belt line, a few inches below my belly button. It caught me off guard because that's never happened. I would only ever have a feeling, but I would never have a physical reaction. And after it didn't go away for a few moments, I opened my eyes to a sight that would never leave me. There in the soft red glow of the heat lamp, I saw a woman's arm about six inches above where the feeling of pressure was, not touching me. It was extremely white, with almost a blue lining around the edges. It looked like a woman's arm, due to how thin it was, the smooth skin and not a single hair on it, and I could see only from just past the elbow down. It was like the view you'd have if you were sitting inside some huge bag and someone reached their arm in and that was all you could see. I was terrified and I glanced over at my roommate who was still sleeping, but I was trying not to move or be obvious because I didn't want to alert the arm or the creature that it belonged to that I was awake and aware when I could see it was just me by myself I reacted how I did when I was a child because I did not want to show fear uh, and I wanted to confront it so I clenched my fist and swung as hard as I could but missed the arm it slipped away almost like it was pulling its arm out of that bag I was referring to after my attempted attack I sat up trying to rationalize what had just happened just as I thought It could have been just maybe remnants from a dream that I didn't fully awake from. I look over at our leopard gecko tank and see that the heat lamp begins to slowly fade on and off. On and off. And then it gets brighter than I've ever seen it before. So intense and then it calms back down to its normal level and that's it. Almost like it was telling me, no, you weren't asleep. That was real. So... Sufficiently frightened, I took off out of the room and went into the living room to call my girlfriend, who's now my wife, and told her everything that had happened. And she immediately began praying over me. She was praying for my protection, for our home, and praying for protection of my roommates. It was the first time I'd ever been prayed over. I had always believed in God and the afterlife, but I'd never been in spiritual circles strong enough to where people are confident enough to pray over you. But after that, it helped ease my fear. But I never slept in that room again. A few days later. We moved to the vacant house next door, and I never saw anything after that. Every now and then, I'd wonder what I'd see. I don't believe in ghosts. I do believe in demons, and that you shouldn't mess with them. But not so much in ghosts, as far as it's a soul from a person that used to live on the earth. Now, I am interested in other things as well, like the thought of other dimensions, other universes, that maybe crossover at weird points that leads to strange things that we talk about on the show such as time slips or or any other small veils in time that create these weird interactions that people report on. Um, but yeah this is, it's not a long ghost story, but it's short. Uh, obviously it's short. It's not a long ghost story but because we're gonna be dark for the next couple of weeks I just wanted to leave you guys with something because I felt bad just leaving you hanging. Thanks so much for tuning into the show, you guys. I cannot tell you how much Jordan and I appreciate it. We had no idea that we'd be reaching as many people as we are. So we just ask if you're enjoying the show, just please, uh, and if you're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, just take a second, give us a quick rating and review so that way other people that are interested in the show can really see what it's about and see why you guys are enjoying the show. Again, we thank you so much. We've nearly hit every state in the U.S. We're, we're cool now because Japan's listening to us, so that's what's up. Um, and I just wanted to give, I know we. I had touched on this story a little bit in our very first episode, uh, but the audio quality isn't quite what it is now. And I just thought, you know, we'll revisit it and give you guys a little something extra. So until next time, campers, remember, we love you, we appreciate you, Like us, share us, subscribe to us, rate us, review us, and we'll see you next time on the Creepy Campfire Podcast. Stay toasty.